On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. On with me today, my friend from Colts Bra, my other co-host, Mr. Jacob Mumber. Jacob, thanks for coming on, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a fun day for, for Colts football as we get geared for our week one matchup. Yes, sir. And indeed, indeed so. And and with that, I, the Colts just recently released their official depth chart for week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wanted to break that down and kind of talk about each position, not super in-depth, but kind of just give our overall thoughts on each position in the depth chart there. So starting with the quarterback, Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, Jacob Eason. I mean, this is the depth chart that we expected. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on this? I mean, it's pretty cut and dry, I think, honestly. Yeah, I, I didn't see much surprise here. What I like is that, you know, Eason gets to sit on the bench with Jacoby and learn from him, even why Philip Rivers is on the field. And then while the defense is on the field, all three of them can kind of collaborate. So I think it'll be a cool learning experience for Eason. And I think he he should pull a lot away from this experience. Absolutely. And then the running back position. Uh, so this was a little bit of a question throughout the offseason, especially when the Colts drafted Jonathan Taylor in the second round. But as it stands right now, kind of what we expected, Marlon Mack is your starter. Jonathan Taylor is your number two, or I guess number one A, number one B, if you want to go by right. what Nick Sirianni <laughs> basically said about these two running backs. Then you got Naheem Hines and you got Jordan Wilkins. Uh, I honestly think, Jacob, this is one of the best groups in the league in terms of number one to number four running back. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, totally. I mean, we have four different guys that that can show up each and every game and give you almost starter production. So I love, you know, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor up front, even though Mack's starting, I feel like they're just going to roll with the hot hand. So whoever comes out has the best game, they'll probably roll with them, uh, at, at least for the rest of the game, maybe, you know, switch that around depending on the matchup. Love Naheem Hines in the passing game, especially with a quarterback like Phillip Rivers. And I love that we keep Jordan Wilkins. So, you know, any injuries pop up, like I said, we have another back that you can slot in there and get a pretty similar production. Absolutely. And uh, moving to the wide receivers. So the first wide receiver, obviously, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, the number two wide receiver, Zach Paschal. Number three, Paris Campbell. And then number four, uh, right, at least right now as it stands, the guy that's slated right behind T.Y. Hilton in terms of the depth chart, not a starter, Michael Pittman. And then obviously you have um, – you know, you have your other receivers as well. You know, Ashton Doolin, Desmond Patman. Uh, give me your overall thoughts on this wide receiver group. Yeah, so I really like the group that we had in training camp. And I like that uh, we keep, you know, Reese Fountain in the system. Desmond Patman, I think is, it's really cool that he earned this roster spot and that he gets to work out with this group. I don't expect to see him a whole lot. Um, you love Ashton Doolin for the special teams play here. Uh, I think it's interesting that that Paris Campbell's, you know, starting ready to go. We know he saw uh, he had that car crash and, and was a little shaken up from that, but it's good to see he's back. Uh, and 
you know, with Pittman Jr. at the four, I think you'll see him a lot more than you typically would uh, a four-string wide receiver for a lot of different teams. Yeah, for sure. And we know the way that the Colts love to use all their receivers and the way they're going to use them. Even though Pittman right now is slated as number four, technically, he's still going to see the field a good deal. So I definitely agree with you there. The last position, um, besides the offensive line, which we'll get to the last skill position, if if you could say, the tight end. Jack Doyle's a starter, Moali Cox, Noah Togei. I can never say his name right. Uh, But the guy the Colts just acquired (laughs) from the Eagles. uh, What are your thoughts on this tight end group? Yeah, so we had high hopes for it with Trey Burton and Jack Doyle. Both uh, have kind of struggled with injuries, as we figured out today. Trey Burton goes on IR, you know, probably going to miss the first three weeks or so. So it, you like to see the pickup of Noah Togai, Um And I think he'll start to play more and maybe overtake Mo Cox as he learns the playbook a little bit more because I think he's there's a lot of promise with him. But I think I think we're pretty good because Mo Cox kind of showed up last year uh, towards the end of the season in the passing game. I mean, obviously, you don't like to see that as like your number two guy, but at least we have a guy that we know can can get the job done. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I would not sleep on Mo Cox, so I think the Colts really love him a lot and think that he can do an offer a lot, even more in the passing game than he has so far. So I'm certainly excited to see what he does with mm-hmm. more of an expanded role this season, at least the first couple weeks with Trey Burton out, now being placed on IR, we see. So at least going to miss a few games to start the year. So I definitely agree there. All right, offensive line, this one's very cut and dry as well, at least from one to five. All five starters, you got Costanzo, you got Nelson, you got Kelly, you got Glowinski, and you got Braden Smith. Um, interesting, though, the left backup left tackle is listed as Chaz Green, and the Raven Clark's listed, listed at right tackle, which I thought was interesting and significant. Danny Penter's your backup center as well, so those are all eight of your guys. Give me your impression on, yes, all five starters, but also the three reserves that the Colts elected to keep. Yeah, so I think it's interesting because I'm pretty sure with the with the newest pickup today with the defensive tackle, they actually lost Chaz Green or, or had to release him or, or something in that capacity. Mm. So I think that even, you know, that even knocks it down some. So I, I know they like Danny Pinter as kind of a, a guy on the interior can play the center or any guard spot. Lorraine Clark's, you know, just that, that backup that you can hopefully just plug in for a short time and not have to depend on him for, for any long stretch of games. Yeah, for sure. And that, I mean, LaRaven Clark, uh, when Frank Reich was talking about, it was either Frank Reich or Chris Ballard in their press conference, they were saying LaRaven Clark's had his best camp. So that's certainly exciting from that front to kind of have a guy, mm-hmm. you know, th- that you feel like he he's kind of hopefully with, you know, the new offensive line coach last year, Chris Strouser, hopefully he's starting to find his own a little bit and can be a decent swing tackle type of backup type of guy you need in a pinch. So certainly, uh, you know, it's right. kind of unknown at this point, but, it's exciting to see nonetheless. Um, let's move over to the defense now. Let's move over to the defense. So defensive end number one right now, uh, Justin Houston and Danico Autry are your two starters at defensive end. Now, I know this was a position battle, Jacob, that has really been one of the ones that hasn't been talked about a ton. We've talked about it a little bit on Colts Brawl, and I've talked about it on this podcast too. But what is your initial reaction with Danico Autry being the other defensive end alongside of Justin Houston. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, what they were rolling with in training camp. 
for me, it'll be interesting to see if that's what they do moving forward. I think you have a lot of promise in, in Ben Banigou and al Qadi Muhammad had a great camp by all accounts. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do mix up that position a little bit, uh, not only throughout the games, but actually throughout the season. Yeah, and then Banigou's the, the backup defensive end behind Justin Houston and al Qadi Muhammad behind Autry. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive tackle, nose tackle, Buckner Stewart. We knew that. Backup, three technique, Taekwon Lewis. Backup nose tackle, you just mentioned Eli Anku and Taylor Stallworth are your other guys. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there um, if Taylor Stallworth indeed is released or what they do if they ro- if they decide to, to keep him as well. Um, but it'll certainly be interesting when Sheldon Day does return from injury, what happens with that right. one technique position as well. Uh, so linebackers, Darius Leonard, Anthony Walker, Bobby Okariki. They're your Will, Mike, and Sam. Pretty cut and dry. That's what it was last year. And then your key reserves, Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed, um, Matthew Adams, and Jordan Glasgow. Uh, what are your thoughts on these linebackers? Yeah, so I think it's interesting. Uh, I think a lot of people were surprised they kept this many, but, you know, Coach Reich and, and Ballard all thought that they had, you know, seven really good linebackers, and they didn't want to get rid of any of them i think it's interesting that the matthew adams is backing up darius leonard uh and mm-hmm. then you have two of the younger guys bobby okarike at the sam and then ej speed backing him up um so it'll just be interesting how they you know kind of mix and match some of these linebacker positions uh, i'd like to see jordan glasgow i think he's probably going to be a special teams guy but i also wouldn't mind you know seeing him mixing it up in some games yeah he was definitely a special teams guy that the colts drafted specifically for special teams he was great at that at michigan mm-hmm. so uh, I think it makes sense. The Colts, you know, obviously make a big deal about being on special teams. You know, even Ashton Doolin, the wide receiver, he made it over a guy like Reese Fountain because he could play special teams. And I feel like right. a lot of people don't understand that fully. Like, you know, special teams is a good chunk of the game. You can win or lose a game with if you don't have good special teams or if you do have good special teams. So I think a guy like Jordan Glasgow just really helps you out in that department. And that that should be a reason why, some of these guys, you know, if you're not going to see the field, you got to be good on special teams. So definitely see that and, and agree with Jordan right. Glasgow being on this roster as well. Uh, cornerbacks, Rocky Sin is your first one. Your other one is Xavier Rhodes, and then Kenny Moore is your nickel. Behind them, you got TJ Carey, you got Isaiah Rogers right now. Um, what are your thoughts on this corner group and potentially the lack of a depth at boundary corner? I mean, the Colts have obviously TJ Carey, more of a slot guy. And then they got Isaiah Rogers, who isn't the biggest guy in the world either. Uh, give me your thoughts, Jacob, on this corner group. Yeah, so I would say overall our secondary is deep, but the corner position, once you see it in the depth chart, you're like, oh, wow, um, we, we might need a little bit of help here. Uh, I mean, I think Rakiasen has, you know, a lot of promise and he's, you know, hopefully will show up out but you know after last season kind of up and down you hope he bounces back and he's had a good camp uh Kenny Moore love to keep him uh you just proved and, and earned this spot last year Xavier Rhodes you know is not at his prime and is and is slowly starting to fade out so it'll be interesting to see if they make any moves because I mean you got you have Xavier Rhodes and TJ Carey which are nice veteran guys but not at the prime that they used to be and Isaiah Rogers is a rookie and I think they're primarily again going to be using him for special teams so I think we need just a little bit more depth but I like uh, I like some of the young guys that we got in this position yeah I do too I just think if Xavier Rose or Rocky Asin goes down you don't have a bigger type of body type for a corner so I definitely think the Colts should look at potentially some of the right. free agent pools 
some guys that just recently got released. I think they should add another boundary corner potentially um, to this, you know, to the mix in this corner group, especially with Marvell Tell opting out. So uh, yeah, we definitely agree there. And then we'll move on to the safeties. Right. So Colts elected to keep five safeties. They elected to keep Malik Hooker, Kari Willis. Those are your two starters at free safety, strong safety, George Odom, Julian Blackman, and Tavon Wilson. Now, this group, I think, is the deepest on this defense. Um, but maybe you could argue the de- defensive line. But honestly, I feel like this group is the healthiest right now. And it's also the deepest on this position. It was a group admittedly that was really had some question marks going into this year, but right now they definitely seem like they have uh, potentially some high end talent and also a lot of depth of the position. Yeah, I completely agree. They have a lot of question marks, but uh, again, from, from all accounts from training camp, they're, they're getting the job done and they're proving and, and earning their spots. I don't think they would have, kept all five if they didn't think that they you know had the caliber to potentially start if injuries arise we know that you know the Colts didn't pick up Malik Hooker's option so they're they might be trying to see who they have you know coming up in the ranks to replace him potentially or hopefully he has a great season Uh, I like Julian Blackman Uh, I know he was you know he's got a great story coming back from that injury and he's actually able to play now I just hope I, I know they won't do this, but you don't want to rush him into it. You want to ease him into it. Um, and, and obviously with the kind of depth we have here, there's no no real need to rush him in. But I think it'll be nice for him to yeah. kind of sit back and learn and, and learn the ropes. And then hopefully, you know, later on down the season, he can come in and, and get some time. For sure. And it's great to hear that Chris Ballard said Malik Hooker has had his best camp of his career so far. I know there's a lot of question marks surrounding, yeah. you know, the fourth year safety now. And I guess he's entering what, what year is it? Is it year four now? Because he was drafted in 2017, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, so I, I think year so. four for yeah. Malik Hooker. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely good to see him at least starting off strong so far. Hopefully that translates to the season, and he can have a strong season. And may hopefully, who knows, maybe he earns a second contract with the Colts. Will will be interesting to see this year what happens with him, or if the Colts feel like they need to move him before the deadline. Um, let's go to the specialists now. So you got Rigo and Rodrigo as your as your punters and kick punter and kicker right now. Um, <laughs> Give me your thoughts on that, man, because I was shocked that the Colts initially took him over Chase McLaughlin. Yeah, so we were all pretty much in agreement on Colts Brawl that Chase had this locked up. And, and you know, we talked about how in the first scrimmage, Rodrigo struggled, and I'm pretty sure McLaughlin was, like, perfect. And then in the second scrimmage, McLaughlin slipped a little bit, and Rodrigo wasn't perfect, but stepped it up a little bit. I just, there must be more going on at training camp to see uh that that kind of swayed the coach's decision because honestly like there's no way this was like a contract or a money thing because i mean chase was you know like not even hopefully not making like loads and loads of money as compared to rodrigo being on his rookie contract but like i don't know i i, I really would have liked to have gone with a guy that's proven it and filled in in the system and and showed what he could do last season in place of the rookie but hopefully you know they there's something special that we're just not seeing yet from from rodrigo so moving on now to the specialists, to special teams. You got obviously punter, kicker, Rigo, and Rodrigo. Uh, so I'm curious. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this special teams unit. Um, obviously, you have those two guys. You know, I was initially shocked that the Colts decided to cut him uh, or, or to cut Chase McLaughlin over Rodrigo Blankenship. I want to hear your thoughts on that, Jacob.
Absolutely. And then you obviously have, you know, obviously you have Luke Rhodes as your long snapper. From For your kick returner and punt returner, you have Naheem Hines, Isaiah Rogers. So overall, looking at this roster, you know, there was just a few different things, I think, that were minor surprises on, you know, certain players that the Colts kept. But overall, pretty clear cut for this roster. Um, For the depth chart here in week one, this is how it pans out. Let me know, all my listeners, in the comments, what your thoughts are on this depth chart week one. Let me know if there's any changes you would make, what your thoughts are on Frank Reich and the coaching staff's decision to start certain players and not start other players. For Jacob and myself, thank you guys so much as always. And as always, go Colts! Yeah.